The Adventures of Sharon and Pete, Episode 7, Sharon Back in the Saddle. Hi, it's Pete. We ain't been here for several months, guess you noticed, because honestly we've not been in the mood to tell you about our old sex adventures, and we haven't been having any new ones. We've had a difficult few months. Back in early January, Sharon's father died, not of Covid. It was a real shock to her though. She'd been looking after him for years and hadn't really seen it coming. Sharon is normally such a chirpy little sparrow, but she became overwhelmed by grief. It's normal, you know. These things just take time. All I could do was to be there for her every day as she went about sorting out the old man's affairs and trying to work at home at the same time. There was no question of sitting down in January and February and planning our next sex adventure for this year, like we normally do. In fact, sex was just off the agenda for a while. Things got so bad that I moved into the spare room. Well, call it moved. One day I made the mistake of suggesting to Sharon that maybe if she had sexual release it might comfort her, but she just exploded at this suggestion and I was thrown out of our bedroom. Some days I just didn't recognise Sharon, she was so different. Not helped by the fact that she kept experimenting with different hair colours and different colour contact lenses. The combination of black hair and intense green eyes was actually pretty scary. So this was how things were until a few weeks ago, when one night I found my Sharon crawling into my bed in the spare room. She took my hand and rubbed my two forefingers around her breast, slowly onto the nipple. She wanted something. She started breathing harder, almost a desperate breathing. I could feel the electricity of her intense desire. It had been so long. My hand plunged downward and found the sweetness. She was gushing wetness and moaning passionately. We did not couple. I just danced my fingers on her clit. Dance, dance, dance. It did not take long. Sharon arched her back in her yearning and suddenly spasmed with the g-force of months of pent-up desire. We closed eyes. She lay back on her bed smiling that smile of satisfaction. Then she took my hand and dragged me from the spare room back into our bedroom. Thank God for that. Sitting there in the middle of the night, she whispered, Hey, Pete, what can we do this summer? Where can we go on our summer holidays? I need some time away. I feel he's really gone now. I want to have some fun, escape. Let's go somewhere and have an adventure. I thought this was a great idea. We needed some time together to recharge our batteries. But not only that, I also needed some steamy play with Sharon after the arid desert of the spare room. The next day we looked up all the travel restrictions from the UK. They were slowly easing and we thought we'd like to give the Algo of in Portugal a try because we'd never been there before. We'd been to the Portugal, but not the Algarve. We decided to spoil ourselves a bit because we'd both been working hard, even though we were both working from home most of the time. You know, somehow the homeworking can become really intrusive, can't it? You end up working even longer than you would in the office. We looked through the hotels on booking.com and found this lovely resort hotel on the top of the cliffs 
under the pine trees in the Algarve. It was pretty easy to find flights and it wasn't too much of a pain organising things since we were both fully vaccinated and had our vaccination certificates. Oh my God, when we got to the resort, it was just like a Portuguese village, all painted in white with little balconies and stairwells. Arches in the walls of the corridors looked out onto gardens with sprinkling fountains and bougainvillea and all that kind of stuff. If you were going to paint in your mind what a whitewashed Portuguese village would look like, this hotel was it. After we checked in at the reception, the guy told us to follow him and he would show us to our room. We'd put one that overlooked the ocean. After following him down several corridors, we saw in front of us room 137 and at the door to the room in front of us was this stunningly beautiful woman just opening the door. She'd clearly been in the sun a lot. She was a golden brown that I'd never seen before. She sensed our presence and turned to look at us. She had on a lacy black kimono. It was virtually see-through. I couldn't help it. My eyes drifted to the bikini top underneath, tight around her fulsome golden brown breasts. I wouldn't mind some of that, I thought. She had shoulder-length dark hair which was swept back with her sunglasses pushed over the hair. She looked at us with her intense blue eyes and smiled. I could swear she gave me a little wink, but maybe I was just imagining things. She swung into her room and shut the door. The corridor turned right at her room, and suddenly we were there at our room, room 138, the room next to hers. We wandered out onto the balcony. What a stunning view! Just a mishmash of blues and emeralds. The ocean was the deepest blue. The sky above azure. And amidst these blues was the emerald at the top of the pine trees. Sharon, we're going to have a great time here. Sharon smiled a relaxed smile. The first time I'd seen her properly relaxed for months. We unpacked and decided to have a brief siesta before wandering around the resort to scope up things out. I woke up from my nap a little bit before Sharon. I grabbed a beer from the minibar and went out onto the balcony. Standing there, I heard a rustling from the balcony of room 137 next to us. Couldn't help myself. I leaned over the balcony wall to take a peek at my golden brown neighbour. And there she was, lying starkers in a wicker chair with her legs stretched out on a wicker stool. She'd been oiling herself. She was glistening in the sun. One of her hands was draped lazily over her pleasure zone. I wondered if she'd been playing. I couldn't take my eyes off her. She was just such a stunning woman. Suddenly she opened her eyes and saw me staring at her. Wow, that was an embarrassing moment. I'd been caught out. I didn't know what to say. I sort of stammered, I'm Pete. In this sexy, husky voice, she said, I'm Mimi. You've just arrived, haven't you? Yeah, literally, just now. Mimi stood up, her oiled breasts pendulant as she moved towards the balcony wall. She did not seem to care that she was totally naked. She held out her hand, but in the way of things these days, she did not shake my hand. She kissed her fingers and put those fingers to my cheek. 
Now she was so close, I realised what an attractive face she had with those blue sparkling eyes, a cute little nose, smiling to show so white, almost perfect teeth. She smiled at me. This time she definitely winked at me. She softly said, Are you a naughty boy, Pete? As she said this, a stab of desire shot through me groin. I felt I was like in the headmistress's study. Yeah, I'm a naughty boy. And your wife? Is she a naughty girl? Yeah, I said. Sharon is a naughty girl. We're both naughty. Mimi looked at me quizzically. She seemed to make a decision. Would you like me to come and play with you both, since you're so naughty? Would you like me to give you a welcome to the resort present? I felt my throat tighten. I wanted this woman to come play with us. I could hardly speak. Yeah, please, please come round. We would love to play with you. Okay, give me a few moments and I'll be round. She turned and went back inside the room. I went back inside our own room to find Sharon waking up. I told her what had happened. I can't believe it, Sharon. Mimi is coming round any minute for a hanky-panky session with us. Are you going to be okay with this? Sharon didn't pause before answering. I think it'll be real fun, Pete. We can ease our way back into sex adventures by doing one together. She jumped up and rushed into the bathroom to have a quick shower. A few minutes later, there was a soft knocking on the door. I opened it. There was Mimi, just in the lacy see-through kimono, but fully naked underneath. She lazed her way into the room. I asked if she wanted a drink. Darling, just water now, sparkling. Afterwards, we can go to the champagne bar together and have some champagne together, okay? I nodded agreement. Sharon came out of the bathroom, just little black knickers on. She looked at me. Nobody said anything. Mimi wandered over to her and kissed her full on the lips. After a moment's slight hesitation, they were both kissing, passionately. Mimi's right hand drifted up to Sharon's breasts and stroked them softly. I could see Sharon was turned on. Sharon took her hand, slowly stroking it down Mimi's firm brown belly until she reached Mimi's pussy and started making circular movements around the pussy with her fingers. Mimi gently moaned. I didn't know quite what to do. I felt a bit left out of things, to be honest. I decided the best thing to do was go stand behind Mimi, put my arms around her so that my hands were on her breast and knead her nipples gently, kissing her neck and shoulders at the same time. She seemed to like this because there were sudden goosebumps all over her back. By now, Mimi and Sharon were kissing with red-hot passion and Sharon's fingers were strumming Mimi's pussy. Mimi gave Sharon a push so that Sharon fell back on the bed. Mimi yanked off Sharon's knickers. Then she knelt by the side of the bed and gently stretched Sharon's legs apart and went down on her pussy, licking the hot zone rapidly, like a cat lapping milk. I decided to get some oil and gently pour it down the crap of Mimi's bum. I stroked the slippery crack, moving my fingers slowly down until I felt the wetness of her pleasure zone. At first I stroked gently, then slowly with more and more force, 
my fingers now edging up into her vagina. I took the head of her penis, which was rock hard by now, and put it slowly down the crack of Mimi's bum. She changed position and knelt up more so that I could enter her from behind. But before I could do so, Sharon started moaning, almost howling. Oi! 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 Mimi had buried her face in Sharon's pussy, with her head clenched between Sharon's thighs, Sharon pushing Mimi's head down on the pussy as hard as she could. I could see Sharon's stomach muscles tightening. Mimi sensed this and pulled her head back, just as Sharon's legs clenched together, and with a huge shudder, Sharon came. After a moment, Sharon reached out for Mimi's hands and pulled Mimi onto the bed and on top of her. Sharon's fingers were strumming Mimi's clit faster and faster. I had lost my position. Sharon signalled to me to kneel on a bed and enter Mimi from behind. I needed no encouragement. Mimi's bum was glistening with the oil. I grabbed a condom and soon I was inside Mimi, thrusting hard. I hadn't had it for months like this. I was hard as hell. My thighs slapping against Mimi's butt. Slap, slap, slap. I could feel Sharon's fingers playing with Mimi's clit underneath. Bang, bang, bang. The bed was shaking. Mimi was moaning now. I put my arms around her waist to pull her even tighter into my thrusts. Looking down, I could see Sharon's nipples. Hard as rock. Eyes alight with desire. It was driving me mad. It was so sexual. Bang, bang, bang. Almost like shutters in the wind, save that there was no wind. Seemed like a furnace in that room. Suddenly I was going to have to come. Mimi sensed me getting even harder. And her vagina tightened around me. With a huge thrust, we both came together. Mimi's shuddering vagina clasped around my shuddering cock. I withdrew and lay down on my back on the bed. Mimi did the same. So there we were, the three of us, lying there, Mimi between us on the bed. She said, Pete, you were right. You both are a naughty, naughty couple. I'm only here until Tuesday, but I've got a very erotic game I'd like to play with Sharon. Sharon looked at me. I looked at Sharon. We'd come here for a relaxing holiday to recuperate from a dreadful few months, but I could see from Sharon's eyes that she was interested. Okay, tell me, Mimi, she said. No, not now. Over a drink at the champagne bar. I'm going to get a shower and I'll meet you there in about an hour. She stood up, put on the skimpy kimono and left the room. I stood there looking at Sharon. It was then I saw that special look that she has sometimes. It's really rare, but it is a face full of the most absolutely beautiful radiance. It's a sparkling in her eyes, a dancing, a smile, lips slightly apart, but with her tongue slightly cheekily poking between the teeth. That look on her face told me that every single cell in her body was joyful, full of elation. I'd only ever seen that look on her face twice before, in all our time together, 
all those years, that marvellous radiance, I knew my Sharon was back, back in the saddle. <laughs>